tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We are here to go over Bellator 301 in Chicago this weekend. Um, I'll go ahead and I didn't tell you beforehand, but and I and I guess I'll I'll be the first to announce it. This will be the last Bellator. Um, we're not fighting December. Um, there are rumors, and I don't really care. There are rumors that PFL may have some shows next year under the Bellator banner. Okay, but run by pfl um just to kind of see some things i don't know if that's uh, if that's real or not real you know um but this will be the last bellator card by the bellator people so is luke no longer in camp no we're not i mean we're training but uh not to prepare for december because yep. there's definitely not going to be a december card um we are going to try and be on the very first anything card whether it's pfl putting on a bellator card whether it's pfl having fight nights or pfl having the tournament we want to be right away um because we were the first group of guys that fought on these last few cards you know, we were on the first of the last few cards and so we're the first ready you know and, and others fought after us our whole entire uh, division, the whole featherweight division fought basically up this weekend will be the end of that but but everyone in the division will have fought and we were on the first leg of that so um, he would like to get back in there and fight ASAP um, have no idea you know it's we're, we're in la la land out here somewhere I, because yeah. I have no idea how it's going to be, what it's going to be you know who it's going to be for um, there's just so much it's kind of it's kind of crappy. I mean, it's it's really Kinda. crappy it's really, for yeah. for not just us, the fighters, for Bellator staff, for like yeah. no one knows anything what's going on. So it's you know I probably shouldn't say even what I'm saying, but it's it, it is shitty and and uh, well, it's someone not- should have to speak up real quick because after Bellator happens this weekend, yeah, that'll be that. Like, I mean, so at that point, somebody's need to say something because at that we we still aren't allowed to engage in conversation with other people yep. other organizations I was going to ask until that happens so uh, I, I'm sure we'll hear something soon so you're still in a blackout period you can't talk to any other promotions correct um, I mean I, I went on the website again and looked there's nothing else I mean it, I know you're saying maybe you shouldn't say something but someone should the fact that Bellator isn't saying anything screams volumes there's and not- it's not it's not Bellator. Well, it's not Bellator. The staff of Bellator, right? It's Viacom, mm-hmm. right? Bellator, the the people aren't getting bought. You know, Viacom is selling yeah. their product to someone else, or however they're doing it to someone else. But the people that work for Bellator are getting screwed just as much as the fighters are. Yeah, and you know, I didn't even think about you know your your office staff. Your those are favorite people team. in the world. You know, those are those yeah. are people people like me that work behind a desk is their day job, but they right. just look, work for a really cool organization, um, yeah. and they're they're losing their jobs as well, most yeah, likely. That's a bummer. Yeah. So that's we'll see what happens. That's awful. Um, Real good card though. Really, really good. I and there are like seventeen fights or something like that. I mean, it's a yeah. nutty number of fights.
We'll preview the main card, which has five really good fights, and, and there's a question to be answered there. Right. Um, but before we get there, let's talk about Teamer and Justin Gonzalez, which is the one card in the prelims that you – or the one fight in the prelims you wanted to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I want to go over that because Teamer's number six, Justin Gonzalez is number seven, and Lucas is number eight. Okay. So those two, you know uh, – a loss for one of them could put them potentially behind us yeah uh and not just flip-flop uh just basing on how the the media has done the ranking system but which would be cool because then it would end with us you know somewhere in the i mean we're regardless we're ending number eight or better yeah uh so so that's great but um i'm i'm really interested in that fight cody law is also fighting um earlier in the night um, he's not fighting anybody, but he's he's had a couple, a little bit of a run, so um, a, a tough run. So he's he's kind of got a what would what would look like a gimme ish fight, and then uh, the teamer teamer Gonzalez fight. I'm excited about that. Gonzalez has impressed me, and then he's not impressed me. So it's very hard to get a read on him. So I, I want to watch him again uh, this week. I think the his rev his rev. Yep. Teamer. Yep. Um, he was impressive against um, Adam Borix, I believe. Was it Adam Borix? No, no, no. Weichel. Uh, Weichel. Dan, Dan to Weichel. He was impressive in that fight. Uh, good striking. Um, wasn't a lot on the ground. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Justin Gonzalez is a good wrestler, but you know he couldn't stay on Mads Brunel. For all the money in the world, every time he get a takedown, he get reversed and end up on bottom. Yep. So he could have had an off night. So it's very hard for me to read that guy, you know. So I, I definitely going to tune in to watch this fight, just because who knows what's going to happen once this thing lines up, you know, for next year. They could just be fighting all the ranked guys against each other to see who's going where. Right. So. Gonzalez is coming in two and two in his last two fights. You mentioned the loss to Mads Brunel. He's also got a loss to Aaron Pico with two notable wins in between with your friend Kai Kamaka the third as well as Andrew Fisher. Right. And so, Kai sent a number nine. Yeah. Low key call out Luke here and there uh, again recently. <laughs> and and it's I, I get it, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, we would rather call out someone like Justin Gonzalez. Why why we want to fight the guy who's right behind us? Yeah. and run the risk of going backwards. We're trying to go forward just like Kai is, so yep. I get Kai calling him out. Um, he, he mentioned somebody else, too. I forget who, but um, for, for us, like I would be looking at someone like Justin Gonzalez, Pedro Caballo, yeah, some, one of those guys. Uh, Gonzalez, of his wins, of the 14 wins that he has, it looks like nine of them are coming by way of decision. He likes to go the distance. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have. He's, he's got a couple by four by by strikes, and he's got one submission. Um, Teamer's a different story. He's coming in undefeated. Yeah. Um, really solid fighter, and uh, if you look at the stats for him, um, actually, he's coming in actually a real similar, real similar split. Nine wins by decision, three wins by strikes, and one win by submission. So they fight similar fights. The only thing you see when you see guys that have a lot of decisions, number one, they're hard to get out of there, right? Whether they win or lose, yep. they're hard to get out of there. Um, and they've got a lot of cage time, a lot of cage time. Yeah. You know, you get someone with nine decisions, you know, out of 14 fights or however many he has, 
seven decisions out of however many fights he has. That's, that's a lot of rounds. time. Yeah, it's a lot of time, and, and and some may have been for the belt. You know, in other organizations, sure. so they may have been five fives. Sure. You know, they didn't. All their fights weren't in Bellator, so uh, you just never know. That, but they've got a lot of a lot of cage time, so it's a lot of experience. So but they also struggle to put people away. Yeah, I guess it, that's double edged sword there. Right. So, do you have a prediction? Um. I'm gonna go with Justin Gonzalez. Okay. Ooh. I think that's T- I think that's risky. First loss, that is yeah, risky. I think that's a risky uh thing, but so it's risky in a couple ways. One, he's undefeated, and number two, he's Russian. Right. And so, I, I rarely and bet against rarely the Russians. Rarely bet against the Russians. Um is is Justin Gonzalez from Ukraine or anything? <laughs> no. I mean I mean he's fight I He's not. He's from, no, he's I, from the United States. I, he's probably. It looks like he's from. Yeah, he's from Colorado. <laughs> yeah, so, he, right. he's actually in the corner of Ben Lugo when Lucas fought Ben Lugo. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm uh, love it. I'll go with Justin. That's awesome. Why not? Patricky Pitbull and Alexander Shabley. This is for the Grand Prix. We hinted at this, and probably time to have that discussion. What happens at the Grand Prix? Well, I don't did you, I don't know if you've seen the news recently, but uh, Usman Nurmagomedov yep. tested positive. Saw suspended for six months. Six months didn't didn't strip him of the belt, but he's not fighting for the title for the for the for the the tournament okay so apparently brent primus who was already an alternate coming into the to the so he just got a buy is now now they're bringing him back (laughs) in for the main event or for the for the title fight but talk about backdoor in your way but i don't know that any of this even matters because unless pfl is putting that fight on next year yeah if the pfl is what what is happening yeah then that fight's not even happening you know, so I don't. Someone's gonna owe them a million dollars. Someone they're gonna have to fight in someone's backyard for a million dollars. Like when they, when they get to the finals, someone's gonna have to fight for that money. Yeah. And I don't I don't know. Like I, I'm sure I'm not supposed to be even talking about this stuff, but I'm not. You know, it is what it is. We're not we're not breaching any contract because no one's ever told me that this is what's happening. Right. Don't talk about this. Right. Whatever. No one said anything. So we're. You know, just sitting here reading headlines. But yep. I can tell you that the ones that were like, PFL is going to run Bellator for two years, blah, blah, blah. That's not the case. They, they're they not going to have them for two years. They're going to kind of get some stuff done right off the bat, and that'll be all. Um, but I, I don't know what will happen for that for that Grand Prix tip belt, the championship, the million-dollar Grand Prix. Does Shabley put up? I, mean, I think Shabley can beat him. Okay. Um, Shabley knocked out uh, Primus on our on our Phoenix card when we were there. Um, he's solid, and he's good size, man. He's I don't know how tall he is, but he's a he's a decent size fifty uh, fiver. Uh, they list him at five nine. Five nine. Okay, so about that. I think Primus is five ten. Um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Patricky is not tall, but he's taller than. Uh, Patricio, yeah, but I, th- I feel like Patricio's got a little bit of that ad, uh, Alexander Volkanovsky thing where he's used to fighting in a phone booth because right. that's that's right. how he has to fight. He's got to get in and get close. Um, Patricio's listed at five, five seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I've asked this question a lot. I don't know if this matters here. Age, does age matter? Of course. Of course. 37 for for Pitbull. Shobley's coming in at a... Uh, how old is he? born in 93 age 30 30 so, yeah right in the so prime he's, he's in his prime yeah yeah I, i'm gonna go with shobley in that fight wow wow i feel like that's a little bit of an under, i don't know if it's underdog is the right word i think a lot of people on paper are picking pitbull on this so. yeah i mean patricio or patricky both have a knockout chance with anybody yeah right? they, they carry that power I don't think he has the same power that his brother has, but he definitely has a lot of power. Um, I think that Shobley. I, I just. I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Shobley. Cool. I pick him to to probably not finish him, but it's a five rounder, so it's possible. Is this the last time we see Patricky in the cage? Um, it's the last time we see Patricky in the Bellator cage. <laughs> <laughs> I set you up for that one. Sorry, that's my bad. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Um, not if he wins. If he wins, we'll see him fight somewhere because he'll be fighting for that million dollars. It might yeah, be in court, but guess, we'll see him fight. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> AJ McKee, Sydney Outlaw. AJ McKee's twenty and one. Outlaw seventeen and five. So before our, where did Lucas fight last? South Dakota? Yes. Was it South Dakota? Yeah. That's right. So before his South Dakota fight, I would have picked AJ to run over Sydney Outlaw. Okay. I then watched Sydney Outlaw fight that night, and I think he fought Mamadov or someone, a, a Russian, and yeah, wrestled his brains out all night. He took, them da- took him down and dominated him on the ground the entire fight, and his wrestling... I didn't realize how good his wrestling was, and it was very good. It was solid. And so I think – and he was very tough. You know, um, I think he has the potential to make it a very exciting fight or, or a, be- a very boring fight, but I, f- I feel he has a, a potential to make it exciting as far as he can make it close. He can make it difficult for AJ. Also, uh, AJ could steamroll him right off the bat because that's what he does sometimes. So Outlaw did miss weight on that Mamadov fight. Yeah. So do you think um, it doesn't? I, I have to go back. I don't see. It looks like he missed weight another time, but that was way back in 2014, early in Bellator. Bellator 118. Um, I think I, I'm sure that AJ will will if we hear, if he misses weight, AJ is not going to stop talking about that. Right. 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 Um. So initially, you would have given it to AJ. Outlaw can wrestle. I'm still giving it to AJ. Okay. I just think that Sydney was tougher than I thought when I watched the when I watched the fight against Mamadov, Islam Mamadov. So I think it could now be a little more of an interesting fight than it would have been. Um, speaking of that weight cut, here's a story. I, th- I think we might have talked about it, but maybe we didn't. We're sitting downstairs with Luca, with everyone. Everyone's downstairs. And Sydney Outlaw is sitting there. And he is, I want to say he's seven, still seven pounds over. Okay. And um, the big jacked guy from ATT um, fights in Bellator. He's like an 85er, but like 
body of a complete bodybuilder. I forget his name. Uh, he was on. He was on Sydney Outlaw's last card. Let me look really quick. But uh, it is a banger. He he doesn't have. Uh, what is he missing? Plastics or something? Abilene, something to cut with. Okay. And he, they're taking twenty percent of his purse, and he gets paid a lot of money. And I was like, "Hey, bro! I said I got plastics and Abilene. You can use our sauna, and I'll help you out." Nah, nah. I'm just, I'll just. And he just wasn't about cutting. Nah, I don't have my stuff. I'm waiting for my bag. I need to wait. I need to wait for my bag to get here. And I was like, "No, like we'll help you get it, so you don't give away twenty percent of that." Is it Brennan Ward you're talking about? Not Brennan Ward. Storley. Nope. He he was he wasn't the main event, but he was definitely on the card. He's an 85er, which is what light heavy. Yeah, or no, it's uh, middle. This is Sinyal. Dalton Roaster. Okay, Jack. Not who I was thinking of. But he was sitting there, and we were all just were BSing, and I was trying to talk him into just cutting the last few pounds. Yeah. I, I swear, by the I, I'm, I'm saying seven. Lucas can correct me. It may have been as low as two pounds. Okay. And he was just not going to cut it. And he wasn't dying. He was just not going to cut it. He didn't have his stuff. And I'm like, I, I'll help you. And he's like, nah, I'm good. And he's just, I was like, you're just going to give away 20% of whatever it is you're making because you're on the main card. I know what Luke makes. Yeah. So if you're making more money than he's making and right. you're giving away 20%, that, holy that, crap, bro. Right. Like, that, that's the money. Clearly, you're doing well. Right. You know? And, and so, yeah, it was just so strange. But, yeah, I remember him missing weight now. We had the conversation while it was happening. So, McKee. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he beats him uh, – and if it's a five rounder, it is not. It's not. So might not get him out of there, but he might. He might. AJ McKee is a really well-rounded fighter that you know. He's got he's got twenty wins, seven by decision, seven by submission, seven by or six by strikes. Yeah, he, he guys super well-rounded. I think not only is he well-rounded, I think he's super super underestimated. Even as the million-dollar champ, even as all that, I still think he's underestimated by people at how good he is all over the place how's his fight iq it's good man it's good he's 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 if whatever happens with him whether he goes to pfl whether he gets is able to get released and go to the ufc whatever happens uh he's a he's a top five guy wherever he goes wherever he goes yeah i mean pfl he's gonna be a champ there had to be a fighter on the last Bellator fight. It had to be Danny Sabatello. Yeah. We get to watch Sabatello. <laughs> to talk fight. about him one more time. One more time. Uh, Rufian Stotts, 19 and 2 versus 14 and 3. If I remember right, Stotts won the first of these two. This is, they're running this back. Yeah. Um, he won a decision that I wanted him to win, but I didn't think he was going to win it. Yeah. He was on his back a lot. Yeah. He was, was busy off his back, but he was on his back a lot. Yep. And that was one of those first fights that we had watched where I was like, oh, the judging's changing a little bit. If you're if you're aggressive on bottom, if you're busy yes. on bottom, yes. you can still win. And and he did. I know Sabatello was pissed. He was pissed. I feel like I feel like he could definitely beat him this time um, by uh, making a few adjustments. Sabatello. Sabatello could beat. Stotts. Yeah, okay. I think Stotts is a better, more well-rounded fighter, but I think Sabatello has the wrestling. To make it boring, a little bit more boring. Yeah. And I probably said this the first time, 
uh, the same thing. So I don't know. Stotts, Stotts is very good, man. And he is a scrambler. He is like as athletic as athletic can be. Like he is the, the tip top of, of the athlete scale for sure. So I don't know. I, you know I want Stotts to win. You know, I want Stotts to win all day. Yeah. Um, Sabatello is entertaining to hear talk. He's not entertaining to watch fight. And so I think that's probably why he talks so much. But I don't know. I, I If I had to bet money, I would bet money on Sabatello. Okay. But if I was just like, no, bro, you know, <laughs> Stotts is going to beat him. Stotts gonna, I've got a buddy that me and him started online about a Sabatello fight a long time ago. And talking trash back and forth. He's in yeah. Italy. Okay. And started talking trash. And then he starts leaving me voice messages. And he's talking trash back and forth in voice messages. Sabatello this. Sabatello this. Sabatello is his guy. And then he went out and he beat him. And then he messaged me. And I, from that point on, we've been super cool. Yeah. And he's like, who's going to win tonight? Who's going to win tonight? Like all, every UFC card, he'll ask me. And, and I'm just like, oh, man, you know. Uh, and this time I told him, I said, Sabatello does have a chance to win this time. He goes, yeah, Sabatello. And he's always like <laughs> at a bar drunk. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, I, I'm pulling for the Stotts. Um, hopefully he gets it done, and hopefully uh, he sends Sabatello out of Bellator with another L. I would, Let's I hope. Would, wouldn't be sad about that. Well, the guy that just beat Rufion Stotts, Patchy Mix. This is the co-main. He's fighting Sergio Pettis, 135. This is going to be a five-round fight. Patchy Mix coming in at 18-1. Sergio Pettis, the reigning champ, at 23-5. and I'm going to do this to Sergio Pettis again. And I said it during the Pitbull fight that it wasn't going to be close. Yeah. And he ended up beating him yeah. because I thought Pitbull fought very not smart. I think Patchy makes runs over Sergio. Really? I think he makes it look easy inside two rounds. Wow. He, if he gets him to the ground in the first round, it's over in the first round. Really? Yeah, if there's two and a half minutes left in the first round, the fight's over. But if they get to the ground with two and a half minutes left in the first round, he will not get out of that round. But I think he beats him. I think Patchy beats him in, in max two rounds. I'm this, going out on a limb. Remember, I said that the sitting champ. He's just going to run yeah. him over. I, I I think his striking is great. Um, I think his takedown defense is sometimes okay. I think Patchy Mix is probably the best 135er on planet Earth at the moment, and I think he runs over. He dude, he's as big as me, and taller, and he white he fights at 135. So I think yeah, I think that Patchy Mix makes it look easy and and uh, leaves with. Not only the million dollars that he got from the tournament, but now the the the, the belt, the sort of the what do they call it, the unification unification belt. belt yes, because because there is an interim. As well, he well got as. it by winning the tournament. Sergio sat out of the tournament injured with his belt. Yeah, and now Patchy has the belt, and is going to fight Sergio for the unification the unification belt. Wow. Yeah, I didn't expect that one from you at all. That that really surprises me. If someone wants to bet me. <laughs> Send me a bet <laughs> under five hundred bucks for two rounds or under Patchy. Really? Yes. Ooh. I'm not taking that action. You can make that a real. I'm going to. Good. <laughs> Let's go. Who's next? Main event, man. 
Amasov and Jason Jackson. What do you know about Jason Jackson? So Jason Jackson fought on a card that we fought on also uh, at Mohegan. I believe he fought um, Douglas Lima, and he beat Douglas Lima, wrestled him to death, didn't throw very many punches at all. Am I right? Did he fight Douglas Lima? He did, Bellator yeah. 283. Yeah, and and uh, he beat him, and he was a former champ, you know, Douglas Lima. So Jason Jackson had wrestling better than I expected. Man, that is nothing new for for uh, Almasov. Yeah, he is. He came back. Was it? Was it him that came? He went to war, right? Yeah, he's the one that came back from going to war in, yes. in Ukraine and fought right. Storley. <clears throat> uh, Logan Storley, correct? And God, did he, he look good? Him he over. looked so good. You know, I, I'm so impressed. And what's his record? 27 and 0. Yes, sir. 27 and 0. Um, I think Jason Jackson's a, a great fighter, wrestler, big guy, tall, long, lanky, and I just don't think he's got it. I think that uh, if it was anybody else, he's got a chance of being the champion that night. But I think Amasov leaves 28 and 0, and then his his stock is through the roof. You know, like. I, I would make I would fight out my contract. I don't know if, how many he's got left, but I would fight it out and let the UFC put up some uh, some Michael Chandler, Eddie Alvarez money to get me. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I, so he fights at this is what eighty five fight. What's, what's uh, seventy? Seventy. Seventy. So <laughs> do you know we talk about this all the time? That's my weight class. That's the weight class I fought the majority of my career in. Right. I'm 173 now, so obviously I'm much smaller. But, uh, yeah, the guys now are so giant. You know, me and Luke got out of the elevator one time, Mohegan Sun, and Diego Lima walked up next to me, and he was like, hey, I'm a fan. And I look up, and I'm like, me too. I was like, what? (laughs) What? I was like, you're in my division, you know? Could not believe these guys are all giant now. And I cut a lot of weight. So who knows what you walk around at? If you were fighting at 90, 95. Okay, but I also walked around ninety ninety five when I fought at fifty five. That's just not human. That's an, that's nuts. I did a two oh six to one fifty five in eight weeks for my first cut to fifty five. So I'm, I'm trying to see. I, I wish I I wish I had this top of mind. Who is the seventy champ right now in UFC? Um, it's UFC. not Strickland, is it? No, I was eighty five. Uh, who who even fights at one seventy in the UFC I'm, right I'm now? Trying, I was trying to pull it up. Um, and I don't All the other divisions are so crazy at the moment. The lighter, 55, 45, 35. Um, 170. I, sh- I should know this. I don't even know. I know. I'm. I. It just it makes me wonder who. Who's the 170 pound UFC champion? Who oh, Leon Edwards. Oh, of course. <laughs> Leon Edwards, uh, who beat Kamara Usman. Twice. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, you look at what Asimov is doing, and you got to think that... that Amosov? Amosov, yeah. yeah. you got to think that Dana would be thirsty for that oh, fight. Oh, I mean, they've got... I know, I know they're in the process of signing uh, MVP right now. Okay. UFC is. Yep. He fought out his contract. He's been in discussions with them for a while. Yep. I believe they will they will keep him. He's an asset, especially in the UFC, a lot of strikers. Um, I think 
Amasov is uh, a huge asset to them. You know, if they if they are interested in getting him, I don't know how many fights he has left on his contract, so I can't they they can't just have him right. So he has to figure out his whole yeah PFL thing again if it's PFL. But same for us; we have three fights left on our contract. If somebody like Amasov comes in, and let's say he runs runs over Leon Edwards for the sake of conversation, and let's say he holds that belt for a little bit, you could say the same thing for Usman Nurmagomedov as well. That that's an interesting fight at fifty five. Um, what does that do to Dana's stock and to the UFC stock? If you've got Bellator people coming in and, and instantly showing some domination, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't. I mean, nothing's gonna hurt their stock, but at the same time, it would definitely hurt his ego, right? You know, and and uh, and I guess you that's can look something at it. that needs to happen though, just yeah. to legitimize the level of the top guys in Bellator. The top guys in Bellator are as good as the top guys in the UFC. Yeah, Plain well, and simple. Uh, Ryan Bader. Yeah, Bader. So Bader's a, a tough one for me because he did okay in the UFC, and he came over, and all of a sudden he was a star. Yeah. So is that because he got better, or is it because the talent was was less? Okay. In his weight class, the talent was so so. Fedor has some guys that Bader has fought who would also do well in the UFC. You know, now I think there's some tougher talent, but that's why he's lost a, f- a couple times as well. Uh, one to, I forget the guy's name, but also from Fedor's gym, he lost to the light heavyweight and retained the heavyweight title when he rematch or he fought the guy from from Fedor's. But uh, he's he's good, man. And uh, Nemkov, right, is the yep. one that knocked out Bader on our Phoenix card. Oh no, no, no! He knocked him out somewhere else. The Phoenix card, he beat the heavyweight because uh, he had both belts. Um, but anyway, he he's a he's a good example of someone who's kind of maybe you know could go back and do okay there but he's in my opinion he's not the elite of the elite like the guys like Usman Nurmagomedov, AJ McKee um Patricio Pitbull I think should have gone a couple years ago you know when he was really in his prime now I don't know um uh Patchy Mix you yeah. know there are guys that are going to go over there if they do and do really well I also think these guys, the ones I'm mentioning, will go to PFL and and run through it. Yeah. You know, everyone expected Rory to do that when he went. Rory was already kind of winding down his career in Bellator when he went to PFL. He'd already peaked. Yeah, and, and he won a couple, lost a couple, and, and was done. But uh, had he gone to PFL when he first got to Bellator, he'd have ran through that million dollar tournament no problem. Stacked, stacked set of fights yeah. this weekend. Um, I'm excited. Super for solid. This. Yeah, it should be good. And there's uh, others that we didn't mention on the on the undercard and stuff yeah. that are that are still great fights. I'll be tuned in the whole time. Um, it's going to probably be, driving back from Little Rock. It's going to be like a um, a marathon worth of fights. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there there are there are lots. Uh, I have a lots funny of story Russians to tell you this weekend. I'm driving home from uh, Kansas City. Tyler was wrestling up there. And I'm, I'm watching the UFC. I get pulled over. <laughs> and I, as I pull over, 
the cop walks up to my passenger side window. I have a Glock under my seat and a 380, or a, yeah, 380 in my in my uh, middle divider. So I turn on my light, put my hands on the steering wheel. I have my my driver's license in my hand. Yeah. But you know, I I, I was I, I was taught how to get pulled over. Yeah, absolutely. And he walks up to my passenger side window. So I roll down my passenger side window. He leans his head in, and he says, "Can I see your ID?" I hand it to him. He goes, "The reason I pulled you over is because you were driving down the middle of the highway." And I said, "Yeah, I was." Uh, well, I said, you want the truth? And he goes, yeah. I said, I was watching the UFC, and I figured if I drove down the middle of the highway, I could feel the things if I swerved <laughs> left or right. So I was just trying to be safe. And he looks at my ID. He goes, Mr. Brennan. He goes, have a good night, and walked away. And I go, seriously? And without even turning around, the window's down. He goes, yep, have a good night, and just kind of yelled it and kept walking back to his car. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I just got my car or just started the car and started driving, turned the UFC back on. But that's, yep, how you get that's my over. luck. That's how you get pulled over. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll recap these and see how we get, we do. You went out on some limbs, so I'll be anxious to see how this turns out. Pay attention to my picks. We'll see what happens next week. Have a good one. It is all over. Just like that.